nay in which the soul experiences the eternal and the supersensuous joy which can be infuriated only through the subtle and the purified intellect and wherein established the yogi moves not from the truth on any account now in which the soul experiences eternal and supersensuous joy what does a person experience as supersensuous joy in if you take any material worldly subject those subjects can never give us supersensuous joy they can only give us physical form of a joy it is not going to give us any kind of a supersensuous joy and it's not eternal also it is temporary everything is temporary and uh, this kind of joy which we are experiencing when we are with the divine the soul means basically we are talking about the super soul super soul in the sense what we call as paramatma so only the paramatma can give us this kind of a joy now which can be infuriated only through the subtle and the purified intellect and wherein established the said yogi moves not from the truth on any account now i'll have to give one small explanation over here the subtle and the purified intellect now what is the meaning of the word subtle and the pure do i'm sure you you know we have a subtle body now the subtle body is that which leaves us when we depart from this universe now where the body departs we are actually departing now if you look at the body body is maybe about 5 feet something but the subtle body is nothing like that it is a very very tiny body if you recollect it is always considered as the size of the thumb okay it's a very small tiny sensual uh, you know body which can never be seen which is not seen by means of any eyes or cannot be heard or anything like that now this is something which leaves us now this has got what is called as a subtle intellect the subtle intellect is something which is can never be understood by means of what we say as our normal intellect normal intellect will give us the idea about material world it tells us everything about the material world it tells us everything that we are supposed to do like say for example if there is a choice between uh, uh, one and another okay if there are two mangoes then you make a choice between them and you say the one which is more ripe i will eat or there may be somebody who will say no i like the khatta one so he decides which one and this is decided by the intellect the intellect will give you the pros and the cons of everything but the subtle intellect is something which is very very different it gives us an idea about the super conscious state not of this mundane level and this is what it achieves it is always going to achieve that state which is super conscious state all right now here what happens is the yogi enjoys the permanency and the joy in this state of intellect which is coming to us once we have left our body the body leaves and the type of intellect that is leaving with the body can only understand the divine it can never understand this regular mundane stuff which train to catch which bus to uh, go for or what food to eat this is mundane knowledge this intellect is not there that is another one this is another one this the most important thing which is missed out in all this is what you know this subtle body it doesn't have a covering like we have a covering physical body there is a covering the subtle body doesn't have a covering so what happens just at the moment of death just at the moment of death this is something which happens it's called there is a super sensuous body added on top of it it gets added to it 
all right now when the super sensuous body gets added to it then we can experience the joy of heaven or the problem in the hell that we have to go to so these two things happen and this can only be experienced if you are in an yogic by a normal human being who is a physical world can understand this by the yogi only because he can expand himself to that level and that is the reason why they establish the said yogi moves not from the truth on any account it is only then the yogi can say i don't want to move from this state now the answer to the question which was posed to me is this on the mundane level everything is going on in the material world the likes the dislikes things happening not happening the houses are falling everything is burning down the planes are crashing everything happens the yogi doesn't look at any of this in the sub, in the super sensuous joy he looks at it only in the form of what you say as a mundane level so he doesn't involve himself so what happens is a yogi has been given the right of enjoying it standing outside it's a super sensuous joy and understand this he can only see what is beyond the body and krishna gives this joy only to those people who have a devotion for him the yogi is the highest devotee of the lord krishna so what he does is he gives him the power to stand outside himself like the super sensuous body like you know like the intellect that we have and experience that divine joy in this world so the answer is this you have to go beyond the body go beyond the things that are happening in the body don't bother about it because they are not going to give you anything they are going to give you temporary joy or temporary sorrow see somebody dies what happen we are sorrowful for just few days one day two day three days after that we go back to our regular world somebody gives us some chocolates and all till the chocolate is there in our hand we are happy after that what happens we finished so this is this is temporary joy and temporary sorrow that goes away but this permanent joy can only be experienced by the devotee of, and that is a yogi who can understand this super conscious so experiencing that state is very very important and it is not that the verse opens up just like that the verse opens up because that is a state that you have actually passed all right so i shall take up from here now we will start othi all right so we are doing chapter 29 a narration of stories of dream this is sai satcharita my obisans to sri ganesh to sri saraswati to sri guru maharaj to the family deity to sri sita ramachandra my most humble obisans i bow in reverence to the most venerable guru sri saina I shall now narrate in this chapter Sai Baba's most inconceivable leela which is stranger than the one narrated in the previous chapter although it is a continuation of the same subject Having heard of Baba's most wonderful leela a group of devotional singers came to Shirdi in the year 1916 for Baba's darshan They all had been travelling on pilgrimage to Kashi and having heard of Baba's fame while at Madras had decided to break their journey at Shirdi Sai Baba is a great saint resolute munificent and self restrained who is kind to the pilgrims and distributes money to them one paise or two annas are nothing to him and there is a shower of four annas eight annas to to some he gives 10 rupees to others 20 and to others 50 and this bounty is not reserved for special or festive occasions or even at the time of parva 
but as mentioned above such sums he distributes with great pleasure every day pahoods and bahuyas come at their men dancing they uh, they do powadas you know powadas are sing- singers they come with the powadas not the powada that you wear <laughs> these are different things you sing songs they are uh, powadas you call it they are different kinds of songs so singer sings the minstrel lavish praises the entertainment presents a salute of honor and respect the hari bhakt get totally engrossed as they sing bhajans so munificent is maharaj so bountiful is his generosity this fame reaches them by word of mouth and so they wish to have baba's darshan baba would also distribute money to the wayfarers if he felt like it compassionate that he was sainath would very kindly inquire after and relieve the wants and the pains of the poor and the afflicted this group was of four comprising a man and three women that is himself his wife daughter and his wife's sister they all had a great desire for the saint's darshan after taking sai's darshan they all felt satiated satisfied and happy every day they would very lovingly sing bhajan in front of sai they belonged to the ramdasi pant they used to sing the bhajans with great enthusiasm and baba also gave them a rupee or eight annas whenever they whatever came to his mind sometimes he would give them some barfi sometimes nothing and then such was always been baba's ways nothing was ever certain that he distributed money was however true there was nothing untrue about this but he would not give it to one and all no one knew what was in his mind fakirs spongers mendicants they all came to baba's door all the time kind though he was baba did not always give to everyone in charity it was only he whose propitious moment has come who would receive the money sanctified by the saint's touch and would thus get happiness and prosperity listeners would be happy to hear a story in this context hence i shall first relate it and we will then move on after the light repast in the morning as baba came and sat down near the pillar which was close to the dhuni in the mosque would they come the little girl amani timing herself well the 3 year old naked girl would rush to the mosque holding a tiny jintan box in hand and accompanied by her mother jamali now jintan used to be those tiny you know silver uh, you know very tiny silver balls which when you pop them in the mouth they used to have that cooling effect there was menthol in it this was made by the jintan company japan earlier it used to come in that 300 or 100 box <laughs> tiny box was there and people used to take out one one at a time and eat it so this was there during the world war time first world war also is a very old product so amani would go and sit on baba's lap give the little box in the hand and holding his hand would clamor baba rupaiya rupaiya baba loved children and his child too was chubby and pretty baba would cuddle her and kiss her holding her close but though baba cuddled and petted her fondly amani's heart would be in the rupee baba give oh give quickly she would say her mind intent on his pocket amani after all was just a child but even the big and the great have the same greed all run after self interest a rare one he is who really believes in the spiritual game this is a very important line <laughs> see what happens is everybody who goes to the sage they always have this ulterior motive in mind you know humko kya milega but it is it is not the right thing to do because we have gone there so that we can get spiritual knowledge and that is the most important thing that we need. our spiritual gain is much more than a rupee the child would sit on baba's lap standing at some distance outside the railing the mother would signal from far saying do not budge until he gives you 
Okay. Do I owe anything to your father? You worthless free booter that every now and then you pester me thus? Baba would say angrily. All right. But this wrath was only superficial and waves of love bounced within his heart. Putting his hand in his pocket, he would then take out a rupee. Putting it in the little box, he would close it sharply with a pop. As the box came to hand, she would in a trice be on her way home. This happened at breakfast time. Similarly, when he set out to go to the lady, he would again scold her lovingly but give her one more rupee. Thus, every day, he would give two rupees to her. Six rupees to Jamali, five to Dada Kelkar, two to Bhagya and Sundari. 10 to, 10 to 15 rupees would be given regularly to Tatya, 15 or 50 would go to Fakir Baba and 8 rupees to the poor and the needy. So when these people from Madras heard about such generosity of Baba, they naturally felt a selfish interest in the money they could get and started singing bhajans regularly before Baba. Now you will wonder why the saints keep on giving these 1 rupee, 5 rupees, 10 rupees, 20 rupees. See, there is always in the previous lives, whenever these people have been there, first to be in the saint's company means that means they must have done really something worthwhile that they are there in his company, number one. Number two is this is what they have been promised in their previous lives that they will be taken care of and certain amount of money will be given to them. So the fulfillment of promise is going on on a continuous basis. Outwardly the bhajans were sweet, being full of devotion but from within they were motivated by the greed for money and in the hope that he will give them more and more money the family stayed on in Shirdi. Three in that group of, group were very greedy and hoped to get plenty of money from Baba. The wife alone had a sincere love and devotion for Sai while singing the bhajan. As a peacock dances in the sight of the clouds or the chakor is happy on seeing the moon, so was she in her love and respect for Sai. Once while the aarti at noon was in progress, Sai who was kindless incarnate saw the lady's loving devotion and gave her darshan in the form of Sri Ram. To everyone else he was Sainath as usual, but to the lady's eyes he appeared as Janki Khan, that is Sri Ram. As the tears flowed from her eyes, people watched in astonishment. Clapping with both her hands, she was simultaneously shedding tears. People were puzzled at this strange sight. At the same time, the spectacle aroused the curiosity of all. Why such a flood of tears? But why should she alone be so overjoyed? Later in the afternoon, the lady happily narrated to her husband on her own free will, Sai's wonderful Leela in giving her darshan. Light complexioned as the petal of blue lotus, the, the wish-fulfilling kalpavriksha of the devotee, the elder brother of Bharat, and the joy of Sita's heart, it was this Sri Ram, the son of Dashrath, that I saw. Oh, it was that Janki Nath, resplendent with the crown and the earrings, adorned with the garlands of wild flowers around the neck, wearing yellow raiments with four hands whom I saw. The conch, the disc, the mace in hand, the mark of Srivatsa in his breast and the precious costume round his neck. It was the most excellent of men of a comely face. That I... Now this uh, kind of uh, darshan is given by to the devotee quite often. What happens is, you will find that when there is a big uh, mela going on, that is a satsang or something, you will find that there will always be one person who is having this special kind of a treat in store. That person may be crying, the person may be laughing, may be dancing or maybe just singing out songs. Maybe just, you know, the, the, the mantra is going on so fast as if the heartbeat, like a child's heartbeat is going on so fast. This person is actually getting that very beautiful feeling of seeing the divine right. It happens quite often and uh, 
this may happen sometimes in some beautiful temples it may happen in satsangs places of worship it may happen near some rivers it may happen anywhere you know wherever the divinity is there at that particular place you will see that happening and not everybody gets the darshan only that individual who is privy of it will get it. so she said i saw this unique incarnation of shri vishnu in human form captivating the heart with a bow and arrow in hand was the very heart and the soul of sita outwardly he may appear to be a fakir maybe or even asking from arms from door to door but to me he appeared as a fascinating figure of shri ram life and soul of sita holding a bow and arrow and so although he is an avliya to all appearances and however else he might appear to be to others to me he appeared as the heart winning lord of sita with a bow and arrow the lady was simple trusting and devout but her husband was very selfish women are simple and easily trusting how is it possible that ragupati that is shri ram will appear here at this place whatever is in their mind so it appears to be to be simple faithful ones we all saw nothing none other but sai how did she alone see ram with numerous such devious thoughts he derided her but the lady spirit was not dampened for deluding herself was something she knew not earlier she was well known for her spiritual authority and repeatedly experienced the raptures of shri ram darshan but later there arose in her mind a temptation and the greed for money and where there is money there is no god ram darshan also ceased such is the natural state of avarice baba knew everything and knowing fully well that her sinful propensities were completely destroyed he now gave her ram darshan and satisfied her wish see this line will tell you it is only the very select few who will get that particular darshan because their evil propensities have gone evil propensities means that thing which they like faith is very very important if you don't have faith nothing is going to happen so faith is extremely important knowing the divine and all these past karmas have started coming down slowly 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 so the evil propensities are going away to such a type of a person the darshan is possible okay so but see the marvel of it on the same night that man her husband had a terrible dream while he was asleep he dreamt that he was in a city and was arrested by a policeman who had tied his arms behind and was standing at the back pulling up tightly the two ends of the rope with his hand there at the same place was a cell with bars outside which stood sai quietly without a movement to see what was happening when he saw sai standing nearby in a humble supplicant tone he then said with folded hands and piteous face baba when we have come to your feet on hearing your fame why then such a calamity when you are present in person maharaj replied we have to suffer for all the karma that we have done very humbly the man said but i have done no such karma at least in the birth i have not done anything that such a calamity should befall me maharaj then said you may have not done it in another birth you may have done it in another birth but the man replied but what do do i know of the previous birth and even if i have done nothing something it should have been burnt to ashes by your very darshan how is it then that as soon as we had your darshan that karma was not reduced to ashes as grass before fire making me free from it and uh, this question has been asked to me last week by somebody so i don't know what i have done in my past lives then why am i suffering for it even today see today you know what you are doing for this life isn't it tomorrow you can't turn around and say you know why am i suffering and in that life because i did this 
so today you will take a gun and you will start shooting down people is that what you are trying to say no <laughs> it's not that you have not been given that divine knowledge the knowledge has already been given and you have been told very clearly that this is evil this is good this is bad this should not be done the good thing can be done you know the righteous and the unrighteous path has been taught to us not only by our parents but our religious leaders by the books the holy books and we are learning moral science and religion in our class so naturally we have been taught right from beginning see our parents and all have taught us but the righteous and the unrighteous part what we do we can say this in the next life can we oh i have not done anything this time and i don't remember what i did last time but have you not been told about it you have been told you have been very clearly told these are the things you are not supposed to do and your decision has been you have gone ahead and done those things so naturally suffering is very much necessary if not now in this life if you are not suffering then at least in the next or the next or the next whichever one you have to go through it so that is the reason why you cannot say those words maharaj then said to him but do you at least have that much faith when the man said yes and he asked him to close his eyes obeying the command even as he stood closing his eyes he suddenly heard a loud thud as if someone had fallen down he was quite startled on hearing it and at once opened his eyes only to find that he had set free from the bondage and instead the policeman had fallen and was covered with blood he panicked and began to look at baba with a smile maharaj said to him it is well that you are now going to be caught the police officers will come and on seeing what has happened here you alone will be found to be wild and uncontrollable which will result in your being arrested once again in all earnestness the ma- man replied baba what you say is very true oh, please do something but release me now i see no other precept protector except you when he heard this sai said to him close your eyes once again and when he did so and opened them again he saw another marvel this time he saw himself out at the cage with maharaj sai near him he prostrated before baba in obeisance Baba asked him the salutation that you made just now and the one that you are used to make before is there any difference between the two just think and tell me the man replied oh the difference is great as between heaven and earth my earlier salutation was purely out of greed for money but now it is as to god himself earlier i had no faith on the contrary i had a grudge in my mind that you yourself being a muslim you are polluting us the him a similar story comes to the mind when you know once upon a time it so happened that durvasa muni he was going to meet krishna durvasa muni had a very good liking for krishna so he used to meet him quite often so while he was going all the denizens of heaven were there standing and uh, while he was going from the heaven he was he saw indra was coming to meet him now suddenly when indra is coming to meet him naturally indra is seeing durvasa muni knowing his anger he says oh i better bow down to him so indra bows down to him so durvasa muni looking at him says oh indra is bowing down to me so i should give him something so he removes one garland from his neck and gives it to okay that garland has been put by krishna on durvasa by the way so he removes a garland and he gives it to indra now indra what he does he says the garland is already used why should i put it in my neck so he takes the garland and puts it he is sitting on the airavata no so he puts it on top of the elephant so when he puts it on top of the elephant the elephant gets the greatest of the boons because the 
har belong to shri krishna <laughs> now this nobody does so at that point in time durvasa looks at uh, indra and says oh you nasty fellow this is what you have gone and done you are going to be cursed now and he curses him to such an extent that finally he tells him you are going to the deepest part of the earth you know like which is lower than the lowest of the ocean you are going to go and drown over there <laughs> naturally at that time when such a type of a curse is given he gets very upset he says then immediately in a tongue that happens and he says i'm very sorry i'm very sorry i did this exactly how we behave you know finally durvasa muni with uh, he goes and then bows down to him and does all sorts of tatayya natak baji and all that finally narad uh, durvasa muni says okay okay that's all right now it's fine with me uh, okay finally you know what lakshmi will you uh, will uh, save you from that place okay so now you go meanwhile durvasa muni looks at airavat and says you know what because you are now honored by krishna's garland you will also be honored by shivji when he cuts off the head of his son he will take your head and put it on that body so that is the blessing which he gets from durvasa at that point so now think about it this person has been in in his uh, in his dream he has gone to jail after that he is god had killed that policeman and all that but finally the divine is also benevolent they always bless that person so very nicely and that is what baba did so what was the difference between the two earlier the person was arrogant he had no faith but when he was bent down he has he's got all the faith yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, it's actually not airavat it's another very big elephant uh, which is from the airavat family he is a, he is a, he is genetically connected to him so don't worry say <laughs> but so yeah this happens after this curse was given because uh, incidentally uh, lakshmi lakshmi has taken birth as the daughter of varun dev okay later on in life, in the in the puranas she has taken birth as the daughter of varun dev and she meets this great friend of ours and she blesses him and removes the curse from him so he can come back to his kingdom once again so anyway that is the end of the story so we will come back to our size so so baba said do you not have the devotion in your mind for the deities of the muslims the man said no baba then asked him do you not have the panja at home and do not worship it on the day of the tabut ask yourself and you also have the kan bibi kaat bibi on your house and during the wedding celebration you do not propitiate her a muslim deity by worshiping her in the due honors the man admitted by saying yes and when asked what other wish he had he expressed that the keen desire of the darshan of his own guru ramdas maharaj then asked him to turn back and see when he did so he saw in front of him samartha ramdas in person samartha ramdas is not uh, the one that samartha ramdas if you recollect is the guru of shivaji maharaj okay now swami samarth is another person whom we are talking about that is the sage of akkalkot that's another one samarth ramdas is the one who was the guru of shivaji all right 
Maharaj then asked him to turn back and see. When he did so, he saw in front of him Samartha Ramdas in person. But as he fell on his feet, Samartha disappeared and there and then, the, mama, the man then began to ask Baba something out of curiosity. Baba, you are advanced in years and your body too looks old. Do you know your lifespan? What? What do you say? That I look old? Just try running with me. So saying, Sai began to run and the man ran after him. Yes, yes, that's both is written. You are right. Okay. What do you say? Oh, so saying, Sai began to run and the man ran after him. But ba- Maharaj ran faster and faster, raising a cloud of dust behind him. In that moment, Maharaj vanished and the man woke up when he was fully awake and began to think of the situation in the dream. At once, his mind was transformed and he began to praise Baba's great. Having seen Baba's wonderful Leela, he developed faith and devotion towards Baba. The earlier state of doubt and misgiving about Baba disappeared altogether. It was really just a dream. But listen to the answers. The gentleman learnt a most valuable lesson. His antagonism towards Sai melted away though humor and laughter next day in the morning. When all came to the mosque for darshan, Sai Nath in his kindness gave him burfi of 2 rupees. Baba also gave him 2 rupees from his own pocket and made them stay on for a few more days, which they spent in worshipping him and singing bhajans. Some days passed thus. Those people were now ready to leave. Although they did not get much money, they were blessed amply. Allah Malik will give you a plenty. Allah will bless you. And it is this that stood them in good stead later when they were in their way. With Sai's blessing and with Sai's name in their heart and the mind, day and night as they proceeded along with their way, they did not encounter any hardship or suffering even in their dream. As was Sai's blessing, so did the complete. They complete many pilgrimages to their satisfaction without facing any trouble on their way and returned home safely. Not only did they make all the pilgrimages that they had planned, but many more besides. As they praised the marvel of Sai's words, they were filled with indescribable joy. Moreover, the saint's benediction, Allah will bless you, came true to the letter and all the desires were satisfied. Such were those pilgrims from Madras, righteous and virtuous, devoted to God, whose Redeemer Sai became. I shall tell you another story which is equally interesting and if the listeners listen with attention, they will be quite amazed. Most compassionate and wish-fulfilling Kalpa Viksha that Sai is, it must be seen how untiringly he always fulfills the wishes of his loving devotees. Bandra city, now a suburb of Mumbai, is in Thane district. A devotee from there, Raghunath Rao Tendulkar by name, was a man of sharp intellect, solemn nature and a great learning. This is my great-grandfather. Always cheerful and a loving devotee, he was engrossed at Sai's lotus feet ceaselessly chanting Baba's name, hoping to hear Baba's honey-sweet words of instruction. It was he who composed the Bhajan Mala, describing Sai's Leela in it. He who reads it with love and devotion will see in it Sai at every step. Savitri was the name of his wife and Babu was the eldest son, listened to the strange experience and Sai's Leela. Savitri was my great-grandmother and Babu was their elder son and the younger son was my wife. Once this Babu who was the benefit of Western medical education from the medical college was so filled with doubts and misgivings that he would not appear for the examination. He had studied hard, burning the midnight oil and had casually asked an astrologer whether he would pass the examination. Turning over the pages of the Panchang, the astrologer exclaimed the planetary position, counting on his fingers the stars, the zodiac signs, etc. looking quite grave and concerned. He said, you have studied very hard. But this year the planetary position is not favorable. The next year is good and the examination will undoubtedly be passed in that year. What is the use of appearing for the examination if all the effort is going to be in vain, though they start, though the star student who had taken a dread in his mind. 
Later, after some time, the mother of the student had gone to Shirdi. She bowed her head at Sai's feet and inquired after the well-being of all. During the conversation, the topic of the examination came up amidst other things. When she said to Baba in a piteous tone, "Baba, the boy would not appear have appeared for the examination had the stars been favorable." Ah, this is something which we also do in our world. You know what we do? I don't know anything. I don't want to appear for the examination. Okay? I know I am going to fail, so I don't want to do it. Okay? You know how many things we give ourselves negatives just because we have not prepared. Sometimes it so happens that there are certain things that we got to do. not because we have to pass in that or we have to go ahead in something it we have to do because it's a part and parcel of our journey you understand what i'm saying can i suppose if i'm going from here from one station to another station can i eliminate one station in the middle altogether i can't do that a station has to come isn't it so in our life also we have to go through various stations in life so that means suppose if you say you know i am 25 years old i don't want to become 26 i want to become straight 27 what do you think your calculator is completely different or what no <laughs> you have to go through that sometimes you have to give the examinations sometimes you have to fail sometimes you have to pass why are you bothered see even during my my times i had four papers in which first day i could appear for two papers and the remaining two papers i couldn't even appear now thinking that i mean it was other way around actually i i was wondering whether uh, what is going to happen because i could there were no trains that day that day trains uh, there was a big accident or but it so happened that when my result came the two papers that i had appeared i had got 90 90 in both the papers So my aggregate total was forty-four point nine. So I passed in all four papers. Now, at that point in time, I had completely thought, "Abhi to fail ho gaya," <laughs> thinking that I've given only two. So for four papers, so anyway, I have gone. It's the same thing which happened to my uh, the the same person, Babu. Babu is Vithal. His name was Vithal Raguna. The astrologers had seen the horoscope and predicted that there was no chance of success this year. Hence, though well prepared, the boy was not going for the examination. Baba, what is this planetary conflagration? Uh, we have also asked ourselves, you know, many a times, you know, this, ye Ketu hai, aisa hai, and Rahu hai, aisa hai. How many times we have told, sade sati chal rahi hai, shani ki sade sati. How many people have told us this? Yours, you know that uh, seven-year planetary position of the Saturn is going on. Nothing good is going to happen in your world, sir. Saturn comes and goes. Who cares? Don't worry about all those Saturns and the moons and this and that and Rahu's and Ketu's. You have faith in the Lord. Don't bother about all the Saturns in the world. See, when you have the big boss's permission, why are you bothered about any Saturn in this world? So, Baba, what is this planetary conflagration? Why such disappointment this year? We were all hoping that once for all the examination will be passed. Medical examination even during that time was very expensive. Today, so it's like you have to sell yourself to become a medical student. I mean, that time too, it was also very very expensive, no doubt about it, and very few colleges. Yes. On hearing this, Baba said, "Tell him to listen to me." Say that I have said to roll up and keep aside that horoscope and go and appear for the examination with his mind. Tell him that do not be taken in by anybody. Do not show the horoscope or rely on this palmist and to carry out the studies resolutely. Tell the body. Tell tell the boy 
you will succeed you shall you should appear for the examination with a relaxed mind and do not get dejected have full faith in me then taking leave of baba the mother returned to her place and conveyed baba's message to the boy eagerly assuring him of its absolute truth encouraged by sai's word the boy appeared for the examination and answered the question on the written papers within the stipulated time the written examination was over he had answered the questions fully but then the self confidence gave way and the hitherto straight mind began to waver and doubt he had written the answers well enough to pass the examination but the boy felt it was not enough and he gave up hope he began to feel that he had failed when in fact he had passed the written test he became so dejected that he just would not appear for the oral examination the oral began the first day passed in the same dejected state in the next day a friend came and saw this boy sitting down to his meal the friend asked oh what a wonder wonder of wonders do you know that the examiner examiner himself is anxious for you and said go and see why tendulkar did not come yesterday i told him frankly that he had failed in the written examination and is sitting at home dejected that's why he why should he take the trouble of appearing for the oral so the examiner said you go and bring him as he is give him the glad news that he has passed in the written examination who can describe the joy that the news produced praying to sai maharaj for help he ran he eagerly ran to appear for the orals without losing a moment later everything turned out well he passed the examination thus by satisfying his wish sai only confirmed his faith in himself but as the handle of the coin is to be moved round and round in the hole to fix it tightly so is also the case with one's faith in the guru sai strengthened it by turning it round and round to fix it it is very important you know if if you lose faith even even by a quarter of us you know so much nothing is going to work because see faith is that which keeps us going if you lose faith nothing is going to happen nothing absolutely nothing so treading on the path suggested by him everything is pleasurable to begin with but later the path will be so overspread with thorny shrubs that there will be only thorns on all sides faith then begins to waver the mind is easily swayed by doubts and starts wondering why sai brings it to to it by his bypath and it is when he you feel thus that your faith should remain steadfast these difficulties are the real test and that is how an unshakable faith is firmly planted remember it's a test it's nothing but a test alone you may be going through some of the worst situations in your world don't lose faith and don't lose hope also because where the faith is everything can work anything will happen so don't worry hmm. by facing the hardship squarely with the ceaseless chant of sai's name all the calamities will disappear such is the tremendous power of naam and this is the main purpose behind these obstacles for they too are created by sai and it's only then that sai is remember the troubles also vanish only then and it was the father of the same boy who was a great devotee of baba who's very loving solemn generous and righteous but now his bodily organs had become enfeebled he had faithfully served in well known foreign trading company in the mumbai city uh, this is my great grandfather the story now is of my great later as he became old the eyesight became weak and the bodily organs became impaired in the functioning he now began to wish for complete rest there was no strength left to do any work so to improve his health raghunath rao took leave and enjoyed peace and quiet The leave came to an end and yet he did not feel fully rested so he wrote an application praying for an extension of the leave on seeing the application his immediate boss recommended the expected extension of his leave the chief officer of the company was very kind and considerate when the master is large hearted out of consideration for the loyal honest servant he lovingly offers him half of the salary as pension to provide for his future 
such is the government practice which is also followed by the best of companies as an encouragement to their honest servants while the occasion requires it but tendulkar was worried will my master give me this pension when i retire from service my salary is only 150 rupees and the whole burden of sustenance will fall on my pension of rupees 75 such thoughts revolved in the mind but what came to pass later was most interesting just see baba's leela listen to his marvel as he engaged in the loving dialogue with ragunath rao's wife about matters of family interest there was still 15 days left for the final order of his pension to be passed when baba appeared in her dream and asked her opinion it's my wish to give him 100 rupees as pension will that satisfy your wish the lady said what is this that you say baba why do you ask this we have full faith in you and you alone there a resolution was passed on the application that ragunath rao is a loyal servant who has served for us a long time to date therefore he should be given a pension of half his salary and although baba had mentioned a 100 he added another 10 more such is the kind hearted sai samarth who had boundless love for his devotee now listen to one more interesting story which will enhance the devotee's love for baba and give joy to the listeners a doctor captain hatte by name was faithful devotee of baba this is a fascinating story of how baba appeared to him in a dream he had he had dawn he had at dawn hate hatte hate hatte lived at gwalior and it is there that he saw baba in the dream just see baba's skill in asking questions and what hatte said to him in reply baba said have you forgotten me hatte at once called his sweet saying if the child forgets his mother where will he find refuge he hastily got up and went into the garden from where he plucked some fresh wal papdi wal papdi you know that uh, avrekai avrekai no you call it in uh, south india that's the one this called wal papdi he and that's the same story that i told you about uh, dattatreya's coming and he pulls out that tree you know that's the one uh, when it is raw you can uh, make use of that uh, papdi outside and the inside are the small seeds that you can dry it later on in use also that is different so he also gathered together other uncooked provisions like rice pulses flour etc and some cash as dakshina and thus appeared prepared a special offering with great devotion on completing the preparation as hatte was about to offer the scuttle basket containing all the things suddenly he opened his eyes and he knew that it was just a dream he felt that he must get hold of all these things at once and offer them to baba personally going to shirdi specially for the purpose but at that time he was in gwalior so he wrote a letter to a friend in mumbai kaka saheb dikshit narrating the incident in his dream and requesting him to go to shirdi personally he wrote that the money would come by post by which he should buy the proper provisions including the best available variety of the vegetable wal papdi which somehow or the other he should obtain the remaining money should be taken to shirdi to be offered along with other provisions after making obeisances the prasad should be asked for which then then should be forwarded to gwalior as soon as the money arrived the friend went to shirdi brought all the ingredients but had some difficulty in getting wal papdi suddenly a basket of the vegetable arrived the woman carrying it on her head was called out at once and when it was found that the basket contained the very wal papdi wanted wanted all were greatly astonished then all the ingredients were brought to the mosque and offered to baba he gave them to nimonkar who cooked the food on the morrow and offered it as a naivedya later baba sat down for his meal but he did not even touch the rice or dal he only picked up the vegetable to everybody's surprise he ate only the vegetable wal papdi and it was only the wal papdi that he put in his mouth when hathi came to know of this he was full of joy as a devotion of his mind so also was hathi's experience but now listen to the marvel of the story that follows it will show how sweet is the indulgence by sai a desire arose in hathi's mind that he should have the house 
uh, a rupee which is sanctified by the touch of sai's hand and sai fulfilled his wishes there are thousands and crores of impulses in the mind abandon the evil ones and pursue the good and then see sai's skill how he stands behind this devotee in full support once a good desire arose, arises it should not take even a moment for it to bear fruit at that very moment a friend desiring sai's darshan was about to set out to shirdi for shirdi of course a desire should be good and sai will fulfill it it is in his power to indulge one who is fond of good righteous thoughts and conduct very lovingly hathi then gave one rupee to the friend saying do not forget put it in baba's hand when the friend went to shirdi he at once took baba's darshan lowered his head on the feet and sat in front of him when baba put out his hand for dakshana he first offered his own which baba put in his pocket without a moment's delay then he took out hathi's dakshana with folded hands he put the rupee to and in baba's hand saying dr hathi had sent this dakshana with me This Sai, who dwells in the heart of all, knew Hathi's wish. Though Hathi lived in Gwalior, he sat gazing at the rupee. Overwhelmed with love, Baba held out the rupee in front of him, kept on staring at it. People watched Baba with amazement. With the right hand, Baba repeatedly tossed the rupee in the air, catching it again and again. After playing with it in this manner for a moment, he then returned the rupee. He said, "Give this back to him to whom it belongs. With it, take this Udi Prasad. But tell him we do not want anything of his. Be at ease." After prostrating in obeisance to Baba's feet, he kept the Udi Prasad away safely and, taking Baba's leave, returned home to Gwalior. On reaching Gwalior, he gave the rupee to the doctor and narrated all that had happened. Hathi was overcome with love as he heard it. He said, "What I had wished for, what I had resolved, so that Baba satisfied my wish, knowing well what my heart's desire was. But although this is what Hathi felt, it was only his own notion. For who can understand the plans, the purpose of the saints have? And yet." If we were to say so with a certainty look at another experience which is just on the contrary ultimately the saint alone knows his own wishes to one he gives back his rupee as for the another he puts his rupee in his own pocket how can we definitely state any reason for it or what baba had in mind only he knows his own reasons we can only watch his sport without losing such a wonderful opportunity listen to a story in this context once vaman nevrek na narvekar whose love for baba was boundless bought a beautiful one rupee coin to offer it to baba with great devotion on one side of the coin was engraved the figure of ram lakshman and sita and on the other side was a beautiful figure of maruti with folded hands the purpose in offering it to baba was for the touch of baba's hand after which it was expected to be returned along with the udi prasad hence it was placed on baba's hand baba of course knew what was the wish in everybody's mind yet as the rupee fell in his hands he immediately put it in his pocket Madhura conveyed it to Baba that Vamanra wished for it urgent and urged him sincerely to return him the rupee. Why give it back to him? No, no, it is to be kept for ourselves," said Baba quite clearly in front of Vamanra. And yet, if you were give me twenty-five rupees as its price, I will give him the rupee instead. It's barter, sir. <laughs> Then, for the one rupee, Vamanra hastily procured them twenty-five rupees from different places and gave them to Baba. Those two were put in the pocket as before, saying, "Even if he heaps." of rupees were brought they will not weigh as much as this one their worth is much less than this one turning to shama he said take this uh, take this for you shama let it be in your collection keep it in the shrine and worship daily now who has the authority to question why do you do this for sai knows surely what is proper and what is not he alone is the power that gives us and takes back and so as he wind up this tale let us give some rest to the listeners mind whereby they can reflect and contemplate upon the story whatever one hears cannot be digested unless it is reflected on in addition if contemplation upon it is all also does not follow all that listening becomes purposeless himar surrenders to sai and with great reverence bows his head at sai's feet which are the means of all the means 
and the narration to follow will take its own course. We'll be to all. Here ends the 29th chapter of see called the narration of the stories of dreams, as inspired by the saints and the virtuous and composed by the devotee Hemadva. So, do you have any questions? One small story. Okay. Many years ago, there was this very funny incident. Which I was taking my aunt back to her own house, and uh, the place where she was going, the uncle did not have anything at home. And uh, when we went over there, I had gone to drop her. I must have. Been. So when I went over there to drop her, the only thing that was available at that point in time was this wall property. Outside their house, there was one huge farm, like you know, farm, big patch of land. in that the only thing that was available was walpap and for the 2 3 days i remember eating only walpapdi <laughs> myself now at that point in time i did not know this story many years later when my grandmother was talking to me about it i remembered she was telling me that gatatrays avatar also he had removed that walpapdi's tree and the family was given that fortune so i asked That what was this story about this wall property which I saw, which uh, you know these were so poor people, and how is it that uh, so what is so special about it? I realized what was so special about it many years. My uncle, very distant one, what he was a great artist. Full day he would be tight, but when he was quite okay. At that time, he would take his paint brush and he would paint all the temples. I mean, he had painted literally all the temples across that small village of his, so beautifully. Like in some temples, there was Ram, Sita, and all that. And I told my grandmother, I said, "Is it because of this that he got that blessing?" So she says, "Could be because of. We don't understand these things. These are very finer things in life which we can never understand." And then many years later. from that one walpapri field they had many fields the children were there and the children were able to now even the third generation after that are living happily in the money that they got from that fields so it just goes to show how much of you know that walpapri is a part of our world we do not even understand uh, during one of the prasads we can definitely offer walpapri also if you, if you are doing a a puja i mean uh, samapti or something like that you can offer walpapri also is there any questions today the speed change this this okay